Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Taking sports to a whole new level. 105.7 The Fan. Bob, Eddie, Jim, Hunter. Woman Crush Wednesday, longtime voice of the Orioles, Jim Hunter, celebrating the life and the career of Brooks Robinson. Number five passed away yesterday at the age of 86. And we're talking about him sharing stories, all of them positive, mm-hmm. as you would expect. And joining us now, Oriole Hall of Famer, the B, 1973 American League Rookie of the Year. Three triples in one game. In the game, the Orioles clinched the AL East that year. He had year. 11 that year. 11 Two, triples. 200 hits in 1980. First Oriole to have a 200-hit season. All-star 1980. Overall super terrific guy. If you need someone to help you move, I think he's your <laughs> dude as well. He's on the WGK Law guest hotline. He's the great Al Bumbrial. What's happening? I don't know whether if I had to move somebody else, Bob, I don't know if they could afford me. I'm kind of high. I'm in retirement, man. I set my own rate. <laughs> well, I'll bring my own hand truck. How's that sound, Al? <laughs> no, no, I have my own hand truck. <laughs> hey, B, um, you came up in 72, if I'm not mistaken, uh, got that taste, Major League Life, and then obviously in 73, you were here to stay, winning Rookie of the Year, went to the ALCS as the Orioles lost to the A's that season, but... You know, talk about coming up through the ranks in the Orioles system and your first uh, meeting of Brooks Robinson and how you guys eventually became really, really good friends and teammates. Well, you know, I, I don't remember the very first time, but uh, I've had I've done uh, several interviews, uh, one last night and a couple today, and one of the questions that I was asked was pretty much the same one you just asked me. Uh, you know, I don't remember the first first one with Brooks, although. I've been thinking about it since then, and it may have been Brooks. I'm not sure who it was, but it may have been Brooks that uh, uh, when I got to pinch hit, my first official at bat, and I flew out to center field, I was so nervous my mouth was dry. I had <laughs> cotton mouth. And when I got back to the dugout, I hit a fly ball to center field. When I got back to the dugout, it may have been Brooks. I wouldn't swear by it, but he said, what do you think? And I said, damn, you can see that ball really good. <laughs> so, so from that point on, if it were him, you know, we became, you know, we connected then. And the first one I can remember was when I visited his home. And uh, Ms. Robinson said to me when I made a comment about his spiral staircase from the first floor down to the basement level, I said, oh, man, this is beautiful. And uh, she said, well, if you stay here long enough and you do well, you can have one of those too. So <laughs> right right then and there, I, I connected with Mr. and Mrs. Robinson. B, when you joined the Orioles, uh, as Bob mentioned, you came up uh, nine games in 72 and then Rookie of the Year in 73. What was it like as a young player 
walking into that clubhouse with all those great players who had been through so much already, and now you're joining them? Well, I mean, I, I can't remember the initial feeling other than just the fact that I was there and I knew, uh, you know, Brooks was Brooks was there and Mark was there and Boog was there and Paul Blair was there and Palmer was there. All those guys were there, but you know what? I, I was in my own little world, but it was a great feeling, you know, to finally have gotten there, you know, since I got started so late. And then, of course, from that initial stepping into the clubhouse and, of course, the end of that season into the next season, you know, I became pretty close with uh, Brooks and all the other guys on the team. Now, Al, you talk about that dry mouth fly out in uh, 1972. <laughs> the next year is you were winning Rookie of the Year and you guys went to the playoffs. And what was it like then as a young player in a pennant race with a bunch of guys like Brooks and Palmer and Paul Blair, as you said, who had been there before? Well, I think the, the big thing with me was, you know, hey, I knew I had a job to do, and, and I had a good season, obviously, in 73. And the pitcher threw the ball, and I hit it. And that's pretty much how I functioned. But uh, the thing about that season was it was a good season, and we had the, the personnel. In other words, our team was a really good team. And, of course, with, with uh, Brooks and Belanger and Palmer McNally and Quay and all those guys, you know, uh, the pitching staff was great. The defense was good. I played left field primarily, so that was that was a good season for me primarily because you know we were winning and I was doing okay. And those guys showed us the way us younger guys and myself. I admired them the way they went about their their pregame routine and the way they played the game and how much fun they had playing the game. So that that first year was a very good year for myself and for the team. You know, B, uh, we've heard so many of uh, Brooks's former teammates talk about the impact that he had in their lives. We know he's a great player. He's in the Hall of Fame, 16 consecutive gold gloves. We know that. But ever since uh, last night when we learned about his passing, we're hearing about how great of a person he was. And I certainly experienced that uh, in my career with the Orioles. What, what was Brooks like for you as a uh, not only a teammate but as a friend but as a friend brooks brooks you know he wasn't a raw 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 guy but if you had any questions or anything you wanted to know about you go to brooks and he and he put his arm around you and he sat down and talked to you and that told told you how much he was what kind of a person he was you know he was always looking out for us younger guys but that's just the the the, the way he was i know there were times you know, when I when I may have a question, I'd ask him, and he'd al- he'd always uh, help me out. You know, with with an answer or with a suggestion or just some advice. Uh, that's the way he was. Uh, there were times, you know, when he and I uh, connected. You know, on the field, I remember after he had retired, and I got my my uh, my the hit that that surpassed him for for the audio record. We're playing playing up up in Fenway, and Brooks is doing the game, and I walk up to the plate, and Brooks is up there. You know, give, give me the jinx. He, uh, <laughs> the, the jinx hand, both hands. And I look up there and I sort of smile. First pitch, I get a base at the center field. As I was known as the first ball, fastball hitter, I got the first base. I looked up there again. Now he was bowing down to me. <laughs> but that's the type of person Brooks was. You know, he was always there to help you out and, and assist you. He wasn't a raw guy, a raw, raw guy, but he was there to, he had his sense of humor with him. And uh, I always admired that. And then uh, when I wanted to go to, to uh, 
uh, caves to play, caves Valley to play. Once I finally got up my nerve to go out and, and try the, the game of golf, I asked Brooks about taking me, and he said, sure, B, I'll take you just like that, no question asked. And, and he took me out there to play my first round at Cades Valley. He shot, a, I think, a 64, I mean, not a 64, wow, an 84, 85, and I shot an 87 or 88. And he signed, he signed my scorecard because Palmer told me I, I, I would not break 100. <laughs> you shot an 87 the first time you played golf? At, no, no, at Cades. I played a little bit. I was going to say. First time at Cades. Well, Ken Singleton told us you're paying the next time you guys play golf. (laughs) (laughs) Al Bumbry, Oriole Hall of Famer, joining us here, 105.7 The Fan. Bob Haney, Jim Hunter, talking about the great Brooks Robinson. Uh, Al, when uh, Earl Weaver was melting down in the clubhouse or in his office or in the dugout, did Brooks escape the shrapnel or was he just as prone to getting it as everybody else was? Listen, there are certain guys that that Earl, Earl was good. He was a genius, like he always proclaimed he was. <laughs> he, he knew the guys to leave alone. He knew the guys he could scream at. And he knew the guys, you know, he needed to stroke a little bit, which he didn't. Earl was not a stroking person. You did your job. You know, you didn't need any stroking. You were only doing what you were getting paid to be done. But I cannot honestly say that I ever saw Earl say a negative thing to Brooks or get on Brooks about anything. Well, what could he say? The man wins all those golden gloves. He plays third base. You know, he's been there for years and years and years and years. I never saw, you know, Earl say anything much to Brooks, you know, other than congratulate him or something like that. But no, no, uh, Brooks was one of the guys that uh, that, that escaped uh, Earl's raft. Al Bumbry, 1973, American League Rookie of the Year, 1980, All-Star, Oriole Hall of Famer. Al, appreciate the time as always under these circumstances. Appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we will talk to you soon. We sure will, Bob, and good luck to you guys. I'll be listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.